Hey yo, it's Cedro. Holler at the people. 10,000 tacos. Welcome to 10,000 Tacos. 10,000 Tacos is a podcast that takes a look at the world, the taco world and beyond, through the eyes of a taquero. I'm Isidro Salas, your host, and I grew up in a taco truck, and I want to share with you those experiences and many of those lessons that have shaped the way I look at the world today. 10,000 Tacos. Before we get on with the show, I do want to welcome again the new listeners. If you're new to the show, I'm glad you're here. But if you are one of those who owns a Toyota Tacoma truck 4x4 and you think this is a podcast about a Toyota truck podcast, it isn't. And the reason why you're not supposed to be here is because Toyota trucks are not taco trucks. You may be creative in your own mind to shorten Tacoma to just taco and call it a taco truck. It is not a taco truck. So if you're here because of that, then go ahead and just go away because this is not what this is about. Toyotas are not taco trucks. Now, if you were to open up a business, let's say, and you put a kitchen back there and you started selling tacos, making burritos and making a living and representing any type of food, not just Mexican food, but you started making a living that way, then then yes, you have a food truck. And if you make tacos out of there, then it is a taco truck. But it isn't when you just have a Toyota 4x4. So I'm going to try and calm down because I know I've just wasted a lot of you guys' time. But I just have to say that because it, it bothers me. And now you know how to bother me. and You've done it. Sorry, everyone else, that you had to hear my rant. But I do have a problem with that for the obvious reasons. But anyway, today I want to tell you about how I won the lottery. On a few occasions, actually. I hope that doesn't change how you see me. Well, before you rush to judgment, let's, let's begin with a conversation that I had with an ex-co-worker of mine back mm, about eight years ago. You know, so that we could better understand how I came to realize that I had won the lottery. This takes place when President Obama was two years into his first administration. I think I need a little moment of silence here because, man, I miss that guy. I just do. I want him back. All right, enough of that. On this particular afternoon, I was just sitting in my office going over some reports and some paperwork when one of my coworkers, um, let's call him B because we want to protect both he and I. Uh, He comes right in. He just, without even knocking, just opens the door and comes right in. And he seems very upset, proceeds to sit down in the chair right in front of my desk. And way before I ask him to have a seat, you know, I'm like, hey, well, well, make yourself comfy. (laughs) Way before that, of course, you know, I closed the books and the reports that I had on my desk because there was some sensitive information, but he doesn't even hesitate. (laughs) And he says, man, that mother effer. And I'm sure he, you could understand he used other expletives. He continues to rant. He says he couldn't wait a couple of years more. He had to halt and pay out the ESOP this year. 
ESOP is an acronym for Employee Stock Ownership Program. And after a few more F-bombs he was dropping, B says to me, can you believe that crap? And I say, well, are you asking a question or are you, or do you want my opinion? I says to him, he looks at me all stunned and, you know, he didn't expect that, I guess. He says, yeah, of course, that's, that's why I'm here. And, and, I, and I say to him, well, th- thanks for making a freaking appointment. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't laugh after that. But anyway, B continues to say how his retirement plan is all screwed up now because of this. Because the owner of the company had decided to pay everybody out this and it was going to stop. So I couldn't help myself because, you know, he had said uh, he wanted my opinion. So I asked him, I hope it's okay, B, that I'm asking you, but how much did you get? How much are you going to get with this payout? And B doesn't even hesitate. And he tells me right away, oh, I'm getting about 800K. Yes, you heard that right. 800K. 800,000. I acted surprised, but actually I already knew because I people had been talking about it. It was a big event going on. But anyway, nevertheless, I asked him, why, why are you so upset? I mean, you're getting 800,000. And he says to me, he, you know, that he, the owner, had he waited two more years with the economy doing as well as it was, remember, two short years prior to that, we were in the financial crisis. So it had been improving. 2010 was a good year. And then B says, if he would have waited at least a couple more years, I would have hit 1 million. And I was like, but isn't the 800 enough? I mean, besides... Isn't it like free money? It's almost like winning the lottery, I tell him. He looks at me. He just totally just blows me off, disagrees. And he says to me right away, he says, I'm entitled to that. I earned that. I worked for that. And then I tell him, well, you received a salary while you've been here. At this point, B had been with the company for about 25 years. And so I said, you, you were paid for your time here and your benefits, right? He says to me, that's not what I'm talking about. Like, he wants me to agree with him. And and then he says, well, what do you know? (laughs) What do you know? It's not like you've won the lottery. Like, how do you know what it feels like to win the lottery if you've never won? And I'm like, well, that's, I said, but I have. I tell him, I have won the lottery. And he just stopped. He looks at me stunned. He just stops as if he'd just been, been served some fraternity papers or as if Maury Povich had said, you are the father. He just, he had this face on him, like <laughs> stunned. And all of a sudden he stops. He actually twists his head to the side. And I remember this clearly because now it just seemed as if he was now listening, paying attention to what I had to say. I have won the lottery. I repeated that. And he says to me, well, what are you doing here? Why, why are you still working here? If you won the lottery and I said, well, that's part of my winnings of winning the lottery. I said, I have the right to work in the United States. And he got up, just began to exit like if I was bullcrapping him. But I said, wait, 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 let me tell you how I won the lotto. Let me explain to you how I became a lotto winner. So I began by telling him that I was born to such wonderful parents. 
And I know that sounds cliche-ish, but think about this. There are some crazy numbers out there that stand out to me. And there's this number that says there's a 400 trillion to one chance of you even being born. And we're not talking about medically. It's these little chances of your parents meeting, finding themselves attracted to one another at a certain age, at a certain time where they would get together and hook up and have a child. So that adds to all these random chances of this happening. And that's connected to when Ronald Reagan, our ex-president back in the 1980s, he signed an amnesty bill in 1986. And part of the law of this bill legalized illegal immigrants who entered before January 1st, 1982. That's very important. Again, I'm an immigrant. I wasn't born an immigrant. I became an immigrant the day my mother gathered us, my siblings and I, us four, and headed north on one November evening in 1978. What is the lottery? I says to him. There's two ways of looking at the lottery. One is just purely numbers there you gain money. And then the other lottery is, is defined as a success or outcome governed by a chance, not by one's own doing. In other words, it's by chance. And then I proceeded to tell him luck has everything to do with winning the lottery. And what is luck? Luck is success or failure brought not by one's actions, but by chance. Again, it's by chance. Think about this, I tell him. Three short years from 1978 to 1981 actually shorter than that but think about this at the time i said 2010 there were some people in 2007 who were in junior high and now they're in high school short period of time some people who are in college and now they're at their dream job or there are some people that in 2007 were in a bad relationship and now are in a great relationship thinking that whoa three years ago doesn't seem like a long time it is not a long time that's my point in those three years, I tell them, we got to this country. If it weren't because, remember, the law that Ronald Reagan signed came with if you arrived in this country before January 1st, 1982. Think about this. If somebody came on January 2nd with their family in 1982, they were not eligible. They probably are still not legal residents today because the process takes so long. And imagine their lives today because of the current political climate. Anyway, that's just my thought. That wasn't part of the conversation I had with B. But getting back to the lottery, I explained to him that that's how, through no doing of my own, it's just luck that I happened to be born to such wonderful parents and that they brought us here before 1982, way before they even knew that in 1986 there was going to be an amnesty bill. That is luck, I told him. You could imagine his face because he sat there and listened to me. But then he shrugged it off, got up and walked out. I don't know where he's at today. I'd like to think that maybe that had an impact on him. I don't know. I left the company in 2015 and he retired shortly after that. But the way he was and how he was reacting to receiving that amount of money, he wouldn't know what luck is. 
He wouldn't know what luck is if he was at a strip joint and it sat on his lap. That's how he wouldn't know that. Anyway, I hope he's having good luck now. But remember when I said that I've won the lottery on different occasions? The second time I won the lottery is when my parents got a food truck and we started selling tacos out of it. We were lucky enough to have both parents raising us and they had a food truck. We had a food truck every day that was food. There are people who come home every day from long days at work and they have to cook after or even worse, go out and get fast food. And there are people that don't even have a chance to have any food. We won the lottery by having, or I won the lottery, yeah, by having my parents start a food truck. I had a truck in my driveway, a food truck every day. You know, there are people today with the latest taco craze. I've seen some of these things that are little toys, taco trucks. You know, kids don't know any better, but I know there's people who, when they were kids, were playing with airplanes, little toy airplanes, and they became pilots. I, You know, there are people who were playing with little cars, little race cars, and eventually became NASCAR drivers. There are people who played with little toy soldiers, and then they joined our military. Thank you for that. And But there's toys now that have a taco truck. Really, there's kids like, oh, I want to be a taquero when I grow up. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell that that bothers me too. Going back to the taco truck thing, right? Anyway, but that was winning the lottery. Being raised in a family where you had a taco truck in your driveway every day. <laughs> oh, that's the lottery. continues to happen you know how you hear people that continually win the lottery in my latest lottery winnings when i met my wife that was like winning the lottery i won't bore you with a lot of the details maybe sometime like this isn't a show for that but i'll say this i was in prior relationships some good and some bad it wasn't until i met my wife that i understood what it was to be with somebody who makes you better that's what the lottery does, right? Some people that win the lottery within five years are broke. You hear that a lot. The lottery is supposed to make you better if you win it. I won the lottery when I got, I met my wife. Because every single day, I do, I am not, <laughs> I want to say bullcrapping, you know, the word I want to use, but I'm not. I Every single day, she wants to make me better. and She helps me be better. This podcast is not just me, it's my voice, but she has helped me with so many things, with logistics, with everything to do with this podcast. That's winning the lottery. That is Taco Lotto.
And as we wrap up the episode, I would like to leave you with the following taco. And again, for those of you who are new, and don't think a Toyota is a taco truck, for those of you who are new, a taco is a quote with a little bit of a taco twist to it. And this taco is simple. If you want to make your own luck, you have to start by warming up your own tortillas. And that is all for this episode. Once again, we'd like to thank you for making us a part of your day. We do appreciate it tremendously when you take the time to listen to our episode. It is really humbling. And I'll say it like I said it before. It's like the salsa on the taco. If you like the show, please pass it along to others who you think may benefit from it or like it. I'd like to thank Flobama, Screech Beats, and the rest of Caesar Omega for the theme song. Please make sure to join us for our next episode. Until then, I'm Isidro Salas, and this is 10,000 Tacos. Tacos.